test. Test, 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 test. Test. Yeah, we got audio. We're good. Hello. I kind of like this setup, actually. Yeah, we're uh, we're back. Well, I got to get you a water. I'm calling this season three because, I mean, fuck it. Yeah. We do what we want, pretty much. <laughs> like, Basically. Oh, the new fridge. The old fridge. The new one's inside. No, oh, word. All right. I'll see how that works. I don't know why I started doing this. I just shake up every bottle I get. I don't know, man. I don't know why. Probably because I'm a fucking slacker who still drinks Yoohoo from time to time. I fucking love you. That's not a slacker. <laughs> I mean, we. I mean, yo, shout out to millennials for simultaneously being slackers and never day like no days off, always on the grind, and like I don't so know. Are you technically a slacker if you're? Grinding 24-7? Uh, I don't think so. I don't really. Here's the thing, man. Like, I stopped caring. We're working. Yeah, no, I don't give We're a doing fuck. what we gotta do. I don't care at all. I work every day of my life. On something. Well, yeah. Just on something. Yeah, I mean, I took a little break from reminiscing, but not in, like, a bad way. Just... A couple days, just... A couple days. Yeah, just didn't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. It's been, like, a week. Yeah, we haven't recorded in a while. They finally lifted the fucking curfew, man. That's what was pissing me off. Thank God. Yo, that curfew didn't do shit. No, it didn't. People still went out. Like, they, dude, they they took pictures of the governor out past 8 o'clock. <sighs> do you know how much money it costs to, to get a work visa in Japan if you want to start a business? How much? $200,000 in an office space. They want proof that you can uh, start a business. It's a lot of fucking money. To start a business with an office space in Japan? Not really. Fuck. I'm thinking about that more and more. I mean, if you got investors, you there's no oh, problems. Oh, dude. There's no problem. Yeah, no, no, not at all. But I was, I mean, I don't want to tip my hand too much, but that does kind of lean into what I was doing, what I want to do eventually with a starving artist. But like, I, I've been looking at that more and more. I'm like, damn, if I could... So you're telling me all I got to do is get, is get this business profitable, which, I mean, that's the hard part in and of itself is just getting business profitable. But $200,000 and I can open an office in Japan. Because it says you need an office space, you need $100,000 worth of investment, and the other $100,000 was for like some sort of application or something else. I forgot what it was. I looked at it like a couple days ago. But it wasn't even $100,000. It was like 100,000 yen or like a million yen. Or something like that. It was a crazy amount, and then I saw it was in yen, and I did the math, and it ended up being like $184,000, and you need to have an office space. Which is such a good idea. Because, like, they're making it so you have to, like, have some sort of success. Like, dude, don't come over here, fail, and then not have a way to get back. Like, like you're going to have an office space, you're going to have this, you're going to have that. That makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Just stuff I'd be thinking about. Well, no, no, yeah. Once you really think about it, it's pretty simple. Yeah, especially if you're trying to expand. Because that's the thing. It's, it's for, you know, people who don't live in Japan. I'm sure Japan's rules are completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, but when you really think about it, like, that's actually a pretty solid business strategy. Is like, hey, have enough capital so you can fall back on it. Because what do they say? Most businesses aren't profitable until, like, year three or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Which, I mean, like, makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Especially when, I think the hardest part for anybody would be that transition from, like, like, when Starving Artists owns a property. 
when Reminiscent actually has a shop. That's what's going to be the hard part. It's like, if you can make it past there, oh, you're good to hook, though. Yeah, dude. I definitely want to get my shit in stores. We've talked about that. Yeah. Like, I want to do what the hundreds did. Get my stuff in stores and then just have people buy the stuff. I've been looking more and more at Bobby Hundreds and how he did things because... I want to read his book. I think I have it. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. This is not a T-shirt. I don't have that. I That's have, the one I want to read. I have a bunch of his pamphlets that he was like giving away. Like he wrote like email yeah. correspondence. I have a bunch of those somewhere in my. Have you seen his know. complex interview? Not recently. You should. He just came out with some billionaire boys club stuff today, or yesterday. Maybe it was yesterday, but it was oh, the billionaire boys club. Yeah, it's billionaire boys club. Black Lives Matter. Oh hell yeah! And so it says like it has the atom bomb, and then it has BBC, and not not BBC. It says BLM, I think, on the front in the BBC font. Oh, and it has shit. the astronaut. I, th- I think that's what it looks like. It's pretty dope, and on the back it says Black Lives Matter. But it's a time release. He's only doing it until tomorrow. I was okay. like, motherfucker, I get paid on Thursday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, a lot of that's... I've noticed, Extend this bitch. <laughs> I've noticed that a lot of artists are doing that with their uh, merchandise. They're only doing like 24 hours for certain stuff, and then another 24 hours for another... <sighs> collection and all that I stuff. the only reason I don't like that is because you know the resale is going to be stupid yeah for sure it's going to be fucking astronomically insane. I would prefer like we're only doing this for one run yeah like listen we printed out we printed a thousand shirts we're only doing this for one run mm-hmm. if you guys really really dig this maybe we'll do a volume two but it, it won't be the same yep I think I prefer that more because then you're not worrying about like the people who want it, want it. You're not just buying 10 fucking shirts mm-hmm. and then flipping them because you only had them for two days. Well, what they're doing is, this This is what I think they're doing because it takes like two to three weeks for you to get your stuff. They're printing them after you order. So I think just, that's what they're doing too. It's a pre-order, which but is they're just very not saying smart. Yeah. Very, very smart because you're not going to waste anything. Yeah, that's You true. know exactly how much you're going to make and that's it. Yeah, and it probably does. If you do it like that, I can see it kind of... That's kind of like um, what I want to do eventually with Reminiscent is do pre-orders and then have people wait like a week or two, you know, make the shirt myself and then... So, <laughs> you know what's funny, man? And this is why, like, relationships to me are so important. So, there is a certain girl that we both know about that we we went out with a couple times. Well, I, I was, like, trying to... I was, like, really, really working on her and you were... Let's be real. You were hanging out. <laughs> I support it. Okay. You know who I'm thinking. You know who I'm talking about. Um, she approached me the other day and she's like, "Hey, I want to start. I'm thinking about starting a clothing brand." And I didn't tell her I would reach out to you. I was like, "Hey, I got a person who actually does have a brand. Like, you should talk to him. Um, you know, and if you want to talk to him, I can get you his information and see if it's cool with him and y'all can talk." I think what would be really, really cool for Reminiscent to do is to have a clothing line like. Is to offer, like, yo, listen, I, we go halves and we can do, you know, X and X by Reminiscent. Yeah. Because her designs have a lot of promise. She's a great artist. Like, she can draw. And her designs have a lot of promise. But the thing is, like, if we can sharpen that down into, like, no, this is how we would wear this and this. Bro, like, that. You want to talk about your women's line. Yeah. Like, because the stuff that you're coming out with is killer. Like, I'm not sure how many previews previews you've posted of it I but the shit oh guys y'all don't even know the shit he's coming out with is fucking dope thank you it's gonna be fucking fire when that drops um 
But no, I think just kind of having those different collaborations and like giving back, because that's mostly what I want to do is like, is give back, you know, not necessarily. And here's the thing, bro. I was thinking about this too. Like giving back to the people who want to give. So here's what I mean by that is like my, my like affiliation to Arizona is like, I went to high school here and my family lives here. That being said, there's a lot of really good art that's bubbling right under the surface. And those are the guys that I want to like, like, I don't know who half of them are. We, there's probably a ton of people we don't even know who are just like ready to pop up and explode. Dude, I've always said this, that there's a ceiling in Arizona, but I have a feeling I'm going to break that. I think the main ceiling when it comes to clothes in Arizona would be, um... The weather, first of all. Yeah. You can't wear, like, cut and sew pea coats in Arizona, really, ever. No, you can't. But the thing that I think we need some to... Some people might want to pull it off. Like, some people can't do it, but my big ass can't. Listen, I'm not wearing, uh, what do you say? I'm not rocking a, mink, a pink coat in the summertime like Killa Cam. Nah. Or rock some mink boots in the summertime like Will I Am. In the wintertime like Will I Am, but, like... Oh, we gotta talk about Kanye later. But, um, no, I just think that, like, besides that, you've got to market it the right way because the way that shit moves would be to, like, people who come in for spring training, people who come in for ASU. Like, that's the where shit moves. So, like, if you had just a pop-in store in, like, Tempe, Mesa, I'd say Tempe. Dude, I would love to have a store. Like, you could do some shit there. I would love to have a store. Like, imagine just going straight to a store. For all your reminiscent needs? Yeah. Just imagine that. It'd be fire. And actually, like, what I want to do... And, and then I would have local artists come in and bring their own shit in there, too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want to do. I want to have my place be an event place, like a gathering place where... Because I was thinking about it today, man. I was going through my website, and um, I have, like, events, like, programmed into the website... All I got to do is set a time and it's like, yo, we are live. We're accepting tickets, this, that, and the third. And um, I want to do a video game tournament because I'm a big fighting game fan. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a huge, huge fighting game fan to the point where I'm, like, really particular about, like, no, listen, this isn't a 3D fighter, so I'm not playing this. This is, you can't backdash and, you know, like, my hate for Mortal Kombat goes deep just because, like, I think it's a shit game. But that's the thing is that, like, most people don't have an opinion on, like, Hey, man, what do you like better, Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? Most people who just play games, like, I don't fucking care. The one that I see in the arcade. I'm one, I'm one You know, exactly. Game. But I'm, like, out here, like, no, 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 no. No, I'm not using that fucking this stick. I need to use, like, this, this, and this. Like, yeah. I'm a big fighting game fan. And I was thinking about it. I was like, holy shit, how cool would it be to be able to have a fighting game tournament? Because I was just like, yo, the event space is open. Let's have a tournament. Come through. Bring, you know, bring your own food. We're going to have, you know, a couple food trucks out front. Just like what uh, Cobra Arcade does. Mm -hmm. That'd be so fucking cool. That would be. Just having an event space. That's what I really want to do. And I think that's the best way for me to give back is like. Dude, we just got to get there, man. The only thing that we are. Like, it sounds fucked up. It's money. It's money. It's fucking money, man. The person on Twitter was like, you know that money went. Like, money won't solve all your problems, guys. And this dude's like. Shut the fuck up. Money would literally solve every problem yes. I have in my life. I agree. It will. For the most part. Yeah. If you're... 
Because here's the thing. That it, he, it'll solve my stressors. Right. Because here's the thing. It's like, well, you have depression. Yeah, now I can talk to a therapist. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, what do you, like, okay, well, what would money help right now? Rent. Yep. What would money help right now? I would be able to do everything I wanted if I had X amount of money. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever broken down how much money you'd actually need? Uh, no, I haven't. I broke it down one time. Because this is back when I was, like, really trying to do fashion and everything else and build a studio. Before a studio, before actually having, like, needing to buy, like, the space, I could build everything that I wanted to build for, like, $150,000. That's, like, five... That's pretty cheap. That's, like, five studios. Because I want to build, like, places where you can, like, record. Like, just, hey, man, we're going to uh, start... Actually, the name for it, I want it to... I want Starving Artists to be the overarching brand. And then the place I'd call it would be the Hippie Underground. Word. Um, because it was funny because my dad for the longest time thought I was like trying to be like, he's like, man, why are you trying to be thug life all the time? I'm like, all right, listen, I'm wearing a backwards cap. Sure, I'll give you that. But it's also got flowers on it. <laughs> like I got mad floral shit on. And so he said thug life one time. And I don't know why, but like it popped in my head like, yo, what if thug was an acronym? What would it stand for? And I was like, and I was thinking about it. It's very artistic of you. Uh, yeah, I mean, Pisces light skin shit, but, um, <laughs> but um, no, I remember Tony Hawk's Underground, and I was like, Underground is hard. I'm like, Hippie Underground. I'm like, the Hippie Underground is fucking sick, mm-hmm. especially if you just put Thug on the door. Yeah. Like when you walked in, but like oh, that. Oh shit. Yeah. The Hippie Underground. Yeah. Thug. I just got that. Yeah, wow. that's what I'm saying. It's hard as wow, shit. Wow, that's pretty fucking And dope. so I want to name it something like that and um, just have it be a spot. Kind of like the Deuce. Yeah. But like where if you wanted to go in and record. Because there used to be a joint where I, when I lived in Hawaii called the Teen Center on the base that I used to live on. And so you'd walk into the Teen Center and they had these big ass fucking speakers. Like huge. Like they used to have like dances in there. Like, you know, I was in like seventh grade. Or I don't know. I was, I was way younger. I would have been like fourth, fifth grade. So they, you know, had this big-ass speaker system, and, like, they had all this graffiti and stuff. This was on a military base, which was wild. They had, at the time, like, a PS2, an Xbox, a GameCube, a PS2, an Xbox, a GameCube. There's a protest outside. There's a protest outside. What the fuck? We're gonna put a hole in the pocket. Yo, hold on. Hold up. Yo, there's literally a protest going on right now. Hey. So, yeah, there literally was a protest outside, which is crazy because we live really, really, like... Far away from everything. Yeah, and it's not very diverse where we live at all. So, shout out to everyone protesting. Um, yes. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I'm not going to lie. That was awesome. Um, you know what, though? And this is actually a really, really good time to talk about um, everything that's been going on. But, like, when you really, really look at it, it's kind of crazy because people are like, well, protesting doesn't do anything. And it's like, well, the city of Minneapolis is likely going to be disbanded. 
Um, New York City is likely going to make their their um, uh, disciplinary actions against police publicly or public record. Um, what else has happened? There's been some other stuff that's happened too. Mm-hmm. Um, the attorney who is suing the city of Minneapolis has got changed. I'm like, not sure I'm hearing you correctly. My apologies. Shut up. Sorry, guys. Shout out to you, Siri. Yeah, shout out to Siri, I guess. She does what she wants sometimes. Yeah. She's a little thought. <laughs> but, like, like we've seen, like, protests is working. Like, yeah, it is. It, it's working. It's working because they want it to stop. Yeah, and, like, it, it's great. But it's not going to stop. Mm-mm. I expect November. Oh, yeah. I don't think this is going to stop until after the election. Agreed. And, dude... A month ago, I would have said that Trump's going to get reelected. This I time. don't know. I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it anymore. I don't believe myself. I still think I it's that. a coin flip, to be honest, because I think the thing in America that people most value is money. Oh yeah. So if Trump can be like, well, it was the protests that were, and I can do the stock market and this and this and this, I think that, that is what would keep him in because Americans don't like change either. So like. Like, when you look at the history of, like, okay, almost every president gets Mm reelected, Especially, you know, since my lifetime. That's what it seems like. Bush got got reelected. Clinton, Bush, Obama. Yeah. I don't know how viable it is to have a one-term president anymore. I really don't. I don't know if that's even really a thing anymore. Um, it, because for a while it was almost like, well, you might as well just make one term eight years and then just not let him run again. Mm Mm-hmm. My dad was actually saying that. He's like, can you imagine if we didn't allow presidents to get reelected, but they got elected for 10 years? Like, that's interesting. That would be horrible. Imagine Trump for 10 years. That was my thing. I was like, you would need something like, you you would need something like halfway just to be like, no, this guy sucks. Yeah. You know, you need something like that. And that's what he was like. Yeah, but like, because he was breaking it down too. I was like, dad, Trump's going to get, this was, you know, a couple months ago. But I was like, Trump's going to get reelected because like, why wouldn't he? Like, you don't... Like, it seems like like he's winning the nomination because he's in office. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, it's like one of those things. Or so, But, I mean, I, I think you're right. Now, I don't know. No, I don't I don't see it happening. Like I said, a month ago, I would have been like, yeah, it looks like he's going to get reelected. Now, it's like... Bro, mm, can you no. imagine if Bernie was running? You can still vote for him. You can. You can. Um, I Here's the thing, though, man. If America didn't have a two-party system, I 1,000% be voting for Bernie Sanders. Yep. 1,000%. But America has a two-party system. So who would you vote I for? Got, I have to vote anti-Trump. Oh, yeah. 100%. Even if Hillary was running, I would still vote. Yeah. yeah. Here's the funny thing, too, man. Like, <laughs> A lot of people seem to think that because we're liberal, we are automatically Democrats. I'm independent. So am I. I'm actually a registered independent, but we definitely think more liberal than conservative. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, the only thing I agree with Republicans is the guns. And even then, that needs like a complete overhaul. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I completely agree with that. Like, it needs a complete change in rules. Because you know, here's the thing. It's a dope bar that I heard from Royce to Five Nine one time. He said, "We got guns you've only seen on your cheat code screen." <laughs> That's a hard bar. That's a but like part. nobody should do you know no it flipped me on the whole gun thing not flipped me but what got me like yo do you remember like 
we were, had to have been in high school or maybe just out of high school. But they had a gun buyback in L.A. Do you remember that? They were talking about that? No, what is that? There was a buyback for all the guns. Like, they just bought all the guns back from citizens to get guns off the street. So they did one in New York. They did one in L.A. Yo, they got two RPGs in L.A. What the fuck? So here's my thing. Number one, there's at least two people out there who think they're the only person with an RPG in L.A. Because, <laughs> like, we've seen those movies where it's like, yo, nobody's got this. And then can you imagine, like, imagine being in L.A. and just seeing, like, Grand Theft Auto just happening. Where it's like, yo, is that a rock? Because, like, I don't think people understand what RPG stands for. It stands for Rocket Propelled Grenade. So, L.A. County got two of those back. Fuck that. Here's what I'm saying, too. Number one, I understand, because somebody's like, yo, why would they give back an RPG? First of all, ammo's expensive. Also, who the fuck are you buying RPG ammo from? Where are you getting it from? ISIS? (laughs) But who does ISIS get it from? The American American government. government. Yeah. But, like... That's a whole different conversation. Do you remember how, like, day one, we're like, yo, we're not political, and now day, like, 12, we're yeah. like, yo, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck 12, cuz. Open your third eye. <laughs> Open up your pineal gland. I do have to meditate more. but um, Yeah, we all do. But no, like, so here's my thing about the guns. Like, when I saw that, I'm like, okay, so who's controlling the RPG usage? This isn't Grand Theft Auto. Jeez, man. So when I saw that, I'm like, yo, we gotta chill out. And then when everybody had an assault rifle, I'm like, yo, we didn't even have that in the army. I don't agree with the assault rifle. Like, I shot M4s in the army. Like a handgun does it. Yeah, I don't understand the need for assault rifles. I really don't. But here's the problem is like... What if they do call for martial law? Right. We need need that kind of protection. Right. Because like, I don't trust the government. I don't either. And so like, yeah... An AR-15 would be great if you know how to shoot it, which, I mean, again, ammo's expensive. Yeah, especially for ammo's that not gun. cheap. But, like, I don't know, man. The whole gun thing, I think... And this is what I was telling my brother about parties, is that when you look... And I'm not sure how much you know about, like, Albanian politics. Because I can definitely see you never talking it's about it to your family. so corrupt. That's <laughs> all you gotta know, is it's corrupt as fuck. But how many political parties are there in Albania? More than two, right? Uh, I think there's two. I could talk to my dad and we could get back to this the next okay. podcast. Because I was doing I was doing some research on like Italy. Because I think there should be like as many political parties as... Here's my thing. Just like my views on weight classes and mixed martial arts. There should either be a ton. That way you can just run the spectrum. Or like none. That way everybody can vote for themselves. Because if you look at it, like George Washington didn't have a political party. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, guys, you shouldn't have political parties. And, like, the second he died, they were like, yo, here's my political party. Yeah, here's mine. And so my thing is, like, yo, there should either be no political parties or there should be, like, 30. Mm-hmm. Because here's what I noticed is that, like, I was because I watch, like, a lot of British TV and I'm a big wrestling fan. There's a big wrestling scene and a lot of English wrestlers. And they're saying, like, hey, vote Labour. And I was like, vote Labour. That's weird. Did a little bit of research. The Labour Party was designed for laborers. Which, if you think about it, makes a ton of sense because your party stance would be, hey, whatever the labor, whatever's best for the laborers, that's what we want. 
Because here's the problem with the American political system. If you're pro-abortion, that means that you're a Democrat. But, no, it doesn't. I hate that because I always get into arguments when, when, uh, with my, my cousin's husband because he's a NYPD officer. Okay. And he's super Republican. And he calls me a liberal all the time. NYPD officer, I mean. Yeah, NYPD officer, exactly. He calls me a liberal all the time because of the shit that I post and, you know, protests and everything like that. First of all, your cousin's husband is such a tenuous relationship that, like, Oh, I don't like the dude at all. I don't give a fuck about him. It's weird I though. never liked him. Yeah. He's always been an asshole. And he's a cop. So. NYPD officer. NYPD officer, exactly. <laughs> Here we are, if he ever listens one. to this, I'm not going to apologize. You're a fucking dick. I hate you. <laughs> I completely hate you. Okay, hate's a bad word. That's strong. I, I strongly dislike you. It's weird. Because it's, of your political views. It's just weird. Like If it was like your dad or your mom, then I understand when people are like, hey man, I don't really know what to do. But then when it's certain people, like... Your cousin's I, husband. Because I think... I, I'm sure I have some cousins or uncles or something that have done some fuck shit. But, like... Bro, call me. Yeah. Like, my dad was like, hey, how come you don't talk to someone? Because like, they never call me. Yeah. Like, I got too much stuff. Like, I'm not going out of my way to talk to somebody... To not talk to somebody who hasn't spoken to me in, like, ten years. Yep. Like, I'm not... I'm just not doing it. I'm too old for that. But, um... No, go, go ahead with, uh, with what you're saying. Yeah, he... We got into an argument about... It wasn't really an argument. He just... Every time I post something about Black Lives Matter, he's like, oh, it's a racist movement and all this stuff. And I'm like... Said the NYPD officer. He said the NYPD officer, exactly. Like, okay, so... I posted the picture of the guy, of the of the cop holding up the gun, the, the rubber bullet gun. Yeah. Up to the protester who had his son or daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a... On his shoulders, and he's like, shouldn't bring a kid to the protest. And I'm like, okay, I get that point of view, but you're not looking at what's really wrong in this picture, and that's the cop pointing the gun at both of them. If the cop was pointing a gun at the dad, I'd be like... No, he's pointing it up. Yeah, but he's pointing it at the kid. I'm like, yo, what the fuck, dude? Exactly, and the fact that you don't see that that's a problem is, is bad in that you're the problem. This is why the whole, and like, when I first read it, because here's the thing, man, I grew up on a military base, so for us, like, you listen to the police, because honestly, most of the time, the police were just like, hey man, put on a helmet. Yeah. Alright. You know? And they were like, specifically trained, their job was, and here's the thing, too, that me and my dad were talking about, for wanting to be this military force, cops are super undisciplined. Do you know how much time I spent in basic training just marching? I'd say a good half the time I was awake, I was marching. Mm -hmm. Just marching. Just right, phase. Left, phase. Half right, phase. The whole, bro, I'm telling you. First five days of basic training, we didn't do anything but march and facing movements. Hmm. Just out there on the drill pad. Just four or five hours. Just left, phase. Right, phase. I would have lost my mind, dude. And so, like, but when you think about that, like, and when you look at the military, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of fuck shit that happens in the military. There's a lot of fuck shit. And I don't mean, like, people drinking a lot on Tuesday. I I remember I had one friend who had a weekend bottle of Hennessy and a week bottle of Hennessy. So he would finish the bottle of Hennessy from Monday to Thursday, and then he had another bottle from Friday to Sunday. (laughs) 
That's fucking hilarious. Fam. That's alcoholic as fuck. It is. So, like, I don't mean that kind of fuck shit, but, like, when you hear about, like, hey, and uh, listen, and again, I know there's cases of fucked up things happening to soldiers. There's, like, three that I got on my mind right now that never really got taken care of. But when you hear about, hey, a soldier did something to a civilian in combat, that soldier gets fucking dealt with. And again, it's not perfect. But my thing is like, yo, can you imagine if we held police to that same standard? Shit. Shit. Because here's the thing, too, that I I think people lose is like, I'm a mental health guy. I think both of us are mental health guy. Oh, for sure. Can you imagine if it was like, hey, police... You're not getting fucking AR-15s and M4s. Instead, what we're doing is setting you up each with, like, I don't know, let's say there's a counselor. Uh, yeah. We're setting you each up with a counselor. Can you imagine that? Like, hey, each count, like, Johnson, Thomas, and Carter, you guys are all signed to this counselor. Next three, you guys have this counselor. Next three, because we all know they go through fucked up shit. Yep. I understand that. I understand that you have to see some fucked up shit. I understand that every time you get called, it's somebody's worst day of their life. I understand that. I really do. But holy shit, how are you taking care of your mental health? They're not. That's what I'm saying. You know how they're taking care of it? By drinking. It's drinking and I guarantee you there's prescription drug abuse. Yep. I'm willing to bet money there's prescription drug abuse. And that's the thing is like, listen... If, and here's, like, when you just look at the stats of, like, 40% of cops have gotten in trouble for beating their kids and their wife. So, you're tell, what that tells me is that 40% of cops need an outlet, and they're using the wrong outlet. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, like, yo, if 60% of you cops aren't doing that, why are fucking three out of every five cops not saying, hey, what the fuck are you doing to the other two? I worked with a cop. When I so I coach football down in the city. Um, every year I coach middle school football down in the city. I work with the cop. He's done some things that I'm like, oh, okay. And I won't put his name on here because this is not the time and place for that. Um, but there he's done some shit where I'm like, oh, why would he say that? Why would he do that? He's done other shit where I'm like, all right. I've had to tread very, very lightly around him mm-hmm. because with me, I'm very open about how I feel. So if I say, yo, ACAB, he's going to, he's going to feel some type of way, which I understand. My thing is like, Hey man, step up. Don't say things crazy about these kids. Don't say, you know, if you hear, yeah, you know, there's some crazy stuff happening in the squadron, but you know, that's not my business. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. You are a police officer. I expect you to say something. Because my whole thing, most of my life has always been, I'm going to believe you are who you say you are. That's one of my problems with a lot of authority figures, is that, listen, if you tell me that you're my leader, you better damn well act like one. Because I didn't put you on this pedestal. You put you on this pedestal. So that's why I take the roles that people give themselves very seriously. Like, for me, I take Starving Artists, even though it's not that much right now, I take it very seriously because I know that I can't do anything. I can't have anybody do what I wouldn't do already. So, if 
I wouldn't, hey man, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I have to tell you that. I have to say, yo, I wouldn't do this, but I would do this. That's why with the clothes, I'm going to be honest with you. Now, being honest does not mean, hey man, your fucking designs suck. No, I agree. That's not what that means. Constructive criticism. Right, and there's a way to do that. But like, that's the thing that I see when I look at police is like, no one's holding you accountable. And now that people want to hold you accountable, you're taking it as a threat. No, dude. We just don't want you to kill black people indiscriminately. We just want the millions of dollars that we gave you for weapons and tanks and body armor to go to schools. You know what would help a police officer's job a lot? If he didn't have to do stupid-ass traffic stops. I just read a stat today. And I was listening to the police scanner when I was down, when I went to the protest. Bro, do you know how many calls were like, hey, there's somebody talking to themselves on 30th and what or whatever, you know, whatever street outside the Circle K, somebody need, and the, the people called the cops. Hey, there are people that are arguing outside of a house and a neighbor called the cops. Hey, there's this. Hey, there's that. Like, these are ticky-tack fucking things. Like, bro, I'm not going to call the cops on the crackhead that... You know, that hangs out the circle, okay? Yeah. <laughs> What's that going to do? Like, what is the cop going to do to that person? Probably beat his ass. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, what's the best case scenario? Because now you're putting on a cop to be a mental health advisor for people who are suffering from mental breakdowns. And you're hiring them to be a drug rehabilitation expert for people who are suffering overdoses. They're not trained for that. Nope. No one's trained for this Superman ass shit. Like the fuck stop calling the cop and that's my dad's big stance is like my dad my dad's very interesting because my dad is the type of person who doesn't really care about the symptoms he wants to know the cause so i'm like yo police gotta stop killing black people and my dad came up to me after like probably two or three days and he goes i got one better for you people need to stop calling the police on black people and it hit me i'm like that's super fucking simple he's like dude how come People are getting called, like, how come a black dude gets, like, the whole George Floyd thing, he allegedly used a fake $20 bill. Allegedly. Which, like, you own a restaurant. The first thing you would do is look up, right? Is do that, like. Yeah, exactly. The first thing you do. I mean, now with the $20 bill, we just keep it pushing if we get a fake one, like, whatever. Because it's $20. Yeah, Exactly. And here's the thing, and, and I understand money has value. We got a fake $100 bill once. It's like, okay, we, we fucking lost out. Who gives a shit? Because here's the thing. Your store's generally probably in the thousands. Yeah. Especially convenience store. Especially a restaurant. Probably in the thousands. Now, is it wrong to use counterfeit money? Yeah. I don't think we have to go on record saying that. I'm pretty sure that's a given. Yeah. But, like, that's what you killed a guy for? Like, that dude died. And I think that's the thing. Would you call the cops if you caught somebody using... I've seen people use the counterfeit money. Like, when I worked at the outlets. I saw a dude use a counterfeit. And it was crazy because he, like, gave him the money. And the guy I was working with was like, yeah, we don't accept those here. And the guy tried to fight. He's like, you don't accept $20 bills? He's like, not these ones. <laughs> and he was like... It's funny that he picked it up so quick. All right, fine. Because he had seen it. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Because I remember I worked at another job. I had a, I've had so many jobs. Uh, 
And um, I accepted a counterfeit bill. Which, who the fuck is using counterfeit money at Subway? <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. But, like, I didn't see it. Because I'd never seen one before. Because I was like, alright, whatever, sure, fine, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I mean, what the fuck do I care? Neither, neither of those people got the cops called on them. It's like when you worked at when you worked at Nike, they told you don't go after shoplifters. Yeah. They budget it like businesses budget like all right they're gonna steal X Y Z. Yeah. They're gonna steal I don't know eight percent or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You're not with any retail store. You're not allowed to go after the person stealing. Right. And so that's why like, hey, you know what? Maybe calling the cops. Let let's say he was using a counterfeit. Was that worth his life? No. And I think that's the thing that people don't get is like, no, these people could be doing wrong. But now we'll never know because instead of going through due process and having a trial and going before, you didn't even give them that. You just killed them. Yep. What kind of Judge dread fucking shit is that? Like, it's fucking insane, dude. But it's in what what's very heartening to me, though, is that like. Like, we just came back from this protest in Anthem, which is super fucking white. And everybody there was white, except for, like, maybe three or four people. Yeah. And there was some shit that was said that I was like, you guys are a little new to this. Yeah. There was some yeah, shit that was said, I was like, uh. Yeah, there's something. Okay. But they're learning. Your heart's in the right place. They're learning. So I'm not going to absolutely kill you for that, this. That's part. my thing. They're learning. Yeah, which I'm okay with that. Yeah. There's some times when it's like, we can roll with this. Yeah. There's potential here. And there is a lot of potential. I'm actually very impressed. Mm-hmm. Especially with, you know, the person that we saw today. No way she's older than 19. The person who led it, no yeah. way. She. We got young kids out there that are really, really, like, stepping up. And I'm very, very proud of that. Super proud. You know, and so I think, I mean, there's a lot of, I was angry. I'm so glad we took a week off because I was angry, bro. Oh, I know. I could tell. I was angry. I was like, I was bro, are we okay. potting this week? No answer. Yo, I, my, <laughs> yo, you should have seen my phone. Like, <laughs> for the dude who doesn't get messages, 12 Facebook or 12 Instagram messages, eight WhatsApp messages, like 17 texts, 40 emails. And I'm just like not answering shit. I was pissed. But after really seeing like, holy shit, we're changing shit. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because, like, I said in March that I was like, yo, if the next time that people step out and there's riots in America, they're like, it's either going to be the worst thing we've ever seen or it's going to be the second American Revolution. And this girl's like, hell yeah. And I'm like, and I'm not going to lie to you, I'm down for the cause. And she hits me up out of the fucking blue. And she goes, are you still down for the cause? Same thread. And all I did was link a post to the piece that I wrote about protesting safely. She's like, oh shit, look at you. I'm like, yeah, no. I was serious. I was very serious. Like, because I really, really think that 2020 is the year where shit either completely changes or we're seriously thinking about leaving the country. Agreed. Dude, I might just live in the mountains of Albania. Like, literally be a villager. Or kiss goodbye to sneakers. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. I can't do that. 
Legit though, like I'm, I'm, I was looking at places like Tokyo sounds great, South Africa sounds great, Australia sounds great, fucking. Kinsman. Australia's scary as fuck. Australia's scary as fuck. Fuck that. All the insects. And <laughs> I was just, Australia and looks like a bro. I know you're not a huge gamer. Australia, like their animals look like Final Fantasy uh, monsters. That's what I'm saying. That shit's scary. They're, like though. yo, you look at Australia and you look at Lord of the Rings. You're like ah. Yeah. <laughs> you might have fire bears there. I don't fucking know. The but kangaroos like, start fighting you and shit. Yeah, good, but, yo, bro. you see that dude duff a kangaroo? That video where that dude that just, shit was funny as hell. And that kangaroo was like the fuck. He didn't even punch him hard. The kangaroo was just like, man, shit. You know, I can't even fight this dude right now. Like, he was just pissed. Here's the thing, man. Like, like we all know that animals like maul you and shit. Imagine just getting your shit rocked by an animal. Like, no bites. Like, yeah, no bites, no scratches. Just, just getting your punch, shit rocked. straight to the jaw. Like, you don't get knocked out or anything. You just, like, you get stunned a little bit. You're like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> Yo, did this bear just open hand slap me? Yeah, what the fuck? exactly. With no claws? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this bear just like, Yo, what's up? <laughs> he just headbutted me. Imagine a bear headbutting bear's you. Bear's like, yo, I heard you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> heard you running away from an ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> What's goody, yo? What's goody? <laughs> Stupid. No, but like, like I got a friend from South Africa. And she like, I was talking to her and she's like, out of the blue, she's like, oh man, my weed plant's finally growing. I was like, what? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, hold on. Weed is legal in South Africa? And she's like, well, you can't like walk around with it, but you can grow it in your house. Nobody's going to say anything. I was like... Why the fuck didn't anybody tell me that? That's a game changer. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, you can do that anywhere. Yo, listen, not like in California. <laughs> California, I was like, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can kind of do that here. Nobody really gives a fuck like that. Just gotta be careful. I yeah, mean, that's exactly. everywhere though. You gotta be like, that's why when people are like, "Oh, it's not legal here," I'm like, it's not legal really anywhere yet. Remember in New York, for... me and my cousin would just go into the crowds and just fucking smoke weed together. Nobody said a shit to us. Like, no dirty looks, nothing. Nobody gave a fuck. That's what I love about New York. Nobody gives a shit about you. You go into that big-ass city with all those people, bro, you feel like the smallest person ever, and that's the greatest feeling. You know what's crazy? It's the most humbling feeling it in is. the world. It is. Bro, there's a very, very... I felt like that in Tokyo. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, I don't matter here. And It's weird because like it's it liberated. It was almost like liberating. I was like, holy shit, I can be whoever I want right now. Yep. Exactly. And then I can go to a completely dis- different district and be a completely different... Like, I am who I make myself right now. Facts. You know, it's crazy. That's... I don't know. But no, I've been looking at, like, getting out of the country. Um, especially now, like... But I, I've always had, like, a wanderlust about me. Like, I've always wanted to, like, keep moving and never really be in one place. And it's funny, because one of my homeboys is like, yo, man, you gotta find yourself a girl. I'm like, I n- I'm never gonna find myself a girl. I'm like, yo, you find me a girl that's completely okay with move with picking up and moving why every you, nine months. Yeah, but why do you think you won't find a nomad like yourself? Legit reason, because those people are also not looking. Facts. That's true. That's why. Yeah, yeah, but... It's not, like, here's the thing that a lot of people look, don't get. Some people are looking, man. Some people are. Yeah, and I think eventually will something probably happen? Yeah, probably. Just, like, by odds. Like, in the yeah, way that humans man. are designed to be, like... Exactly. Like, even the people, like... Yo, Snoop Dogg was a pimp from 2004 to 2008, and he still went home to his family. 
Like, people get married. I get it. Like, we all know this. Like, it, especially in America. Like, it's not like... Until we, like... We have to completely break down, like... Can you imagine getting to the point where, like, people are like... Yo, marriage isn't even a thing anymore. Some dude got pissed on me. Or, pissed on me, pause. Pissed some dude, on me. Some dude got pissed at me on Twitter. Because, uh... Maybe it was a chick. I don't know. Because someone was like, yo, marriage is sacred. I'm like... Marriage is just promising to whatever god you worship that you're only going to fuck one person for the rest Bro, of your life. Marriage is man-made. Here's my thing, bro. And we should probably talk more about music. Ah, fuck it. No, we're going to talk about whatever we want. This um, is not a political podcast. <laughs> we should have a podcast called This is Not a Political Podcast. <laughs> but, um, no, here's the thing about, like, here's the thing about marriage to me is that if you are doing it because you believe that your God instituted marriage, cool. All right. The government should not be telling me who I can and can't marry unless, I mean, uh, what about incest? First of all, shut the fuck up. Because we all know we're not talking about incest and pedophilia. No. <laughs> we're not. Like, this guy married his dog. That's gross. This guy married his PlayStation. That's hilarious. This guy married his car. Okay, that's... I'll allow it. Yeah, that's... As long as it's not a living being that doesn't know what the fuck's going on, like yeah. a dog, I'm good. Yeah, like, that's why, like, certain things are like, well, well what about if you... That, shut up. Shut that's up. Instantly, like, you tell me that you married your dog, bro, I'm literally imagining you... And nobody wants to imagine No, that. you know, I'm not even gonna say it, because, like, that's just a horrible image to put yeah. in your head. Nobody wants to do all that. But, like, the thing is, when you look at why they started taking marriage certificates, it was so that interracial marriage could not be a thing. Like, that's why it started. Mm -hmm. And so, for people to be like, like, all the government should care about my marriage is, yo, hey, should we be expecting taxes from two people or one? That's all it should be. Yep. It's like, all right, two people? Word. Facts. I had a joke one time that I wish that you could have, like, a tax return on uh, failed relationships. <laughs> Bro, I would make so much money. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a return. Like, yo, listen, I spent, like, $300 on shoes for her. And, like, I don't know. She said, like, I let her keep them because it's a gift. But, like, can I write that off on taxes? <laughs> yo, for real. I'm saying can I write it off? It was a gift to a business partner at the time. <laughs> That's smart, actually. Yo, you know what's crazy, though? I don't think I've ever dated a girl. <laughs> I think it's all like a piece of shit. I don't think I've ever dated a girl long enough to buy her a gift. I don't think I've dated a girl around her birthday, around Valentine's Day, around Christmas, or around... Uh... Yeah, those are the big three. Mm -hmm. Christmas, Valentine's Day. Yeah, I've never dated a girl that long. I've bought, like, okay. one girl I've dated a gift. Okay. Because because of a certain day. I suck at giving gifts. Fair. I'm horrible at picking out shit. And, like, I'm with someone who's really good at make, like giving gifts. So it sucks having to give gifts. <laughs> but this time I think I did good. I didn't go through your story. Yeah, I didn't go through your story. But I saw some of the stuff you posted. I was like, word. I didn't post anything. I uh, just posted that one thing. Yeah, I, I didn't even too. look at that. I was like, you know what, man? For some reason, I felt like that was like, yo, that's a private moment that he posts on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's not <laughs> private anymore. <laughs> no, she, no, she's we're, we're, we're Facebook official now. Facebook official. 
Oh my god, I forgot about that. Holy Yo, shit. I, I forgot. Bro, my family thinks we're engaged. That's the funniest shit. That's why I didn't want to make it Facebook official because everybody thinks we're engaged now. I'm like, it's fucking annoying with my with my parents. Or not my parents, my, my cousins and my whole family in Albania thinks we're engaged now. I'm like, I have to explain to them that we're not engaged. Like, if you get into a relationship with, like... In the Albanian's mind, it means you guys are already engaged, even though you're not. Are there, like, arranged marriages and shit over there? There is still, probably, to this day, okay. yeah. But that's just how they think. And I'm like, okay, guys, we're not engaged. She's my girlfriend. That's it. Yeah. No, it's going to suck if you start getting that question. Well, why aren't we engaged? It's like, fucking stop it. <laughs> nah, she, she won't be asking that. I said that all aggressive. She won't be asking that. <laughs> Chill. Chill. She won't be saying that. <laughs> no, nah, she's cool, though. She's cool. I'm surprised she came over with the fights for real. She came through, man. I'm really surprised she came over. Because, like, here's the thing. It's not that, like, I completely don't expect her to show up to my house for the fights. It's not like I live close. Yeah, she lives And it's not like close. she cares about the fights. Yeah, she doesn't. She just wants to be there. Yeah. Which I think is super cool. Respect to her. Yeah. As payment, you can hang out with my dog, I guess. I don't know. She likes people. <laughs> oh, God. Like, my, mom, my mom thought that, that your dog was going to eat her. She's probably just playfully biting. She doesn't... She, okay, here's the funny thing. Like, She'll nibble on fingers. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, you better stop that shit because you're going to be like 150 pounds when you get older and we're not playing that game. Nah, we're not doing this. But, uh, no, she's a sweetheart, bro. Like, the thing that she really loves is, like, putting her paw, like, on you while you pet her. She's such a sweetheart. She's big as shit. She is huge. She's gonna be big as shit, She's gonna be super big, bro. It's crazy. No, that's a big dog. So, what's going on with Gamba? Is he, is he still learning? He's better. He's gotten a lot better. He, um, he hurt his paws the other day. And so, he had to have his paws wrapped up, like, like in a bandage for like three days oh, geez. so he was like super sad like yo you ever seen a depressed dog not a sad dog this dog didn't eat for two days he was like laying down upstairs just like <sighs> i was like holy shit man you're making and, me sad and so he finally got the bandages off today and he immediately went to just slapping around lucy <laughs> <laughs> i felt so bad because me and lucy go downstairs and she's so excited because she's about to get fed and gamma's down there and he goes slap and i was like <laughs> he's back oh, well, all right but he looks i don't know it's with him he doesn't know how big he is i really don't think he does you know nah, he's still a puppy technically right yeah he's yeah. like a year and a half yeah so he's getting out of that puppy stage yeah. but like He's a year and a half, and he finally has a friend to play with. So, like, him and Nandi play with each other. But Nandi, I don't think she understands how legs work yet. Like, her paw, you know what's crazy? You know how paws, like, dog paws usually are, like, kind of gritty so they can, like, hold on and stuff? Mm-hmm. Her paws are smooth. Like, completely smooth. Oh, I smooth. know, yeah, because she was That's sliding so around the whole... fuck, it's hilarious. Yeah, it is. She, she looks ate, like Bambi. She does. She ate shit the other day on the hardwood. Uh-huh. She, um, she was running. So she's really, really, like, skittish. And I think someone, like, opened a door too fast. And she ran away, and then she went to go stop, but she kept sliding. <laughs> and so she, like, <laughs> tripped over something and rolled over and then looked at us. I was like, I don't know what to fucking tell you. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, dog. Literally. Like, I don't know. So, but I don't know. She's she, she's a sweetheart. She's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. She, like, kind of bounces out Gamba, too, which is nice. That's good. Yeah, but he, like, everybody, I don't know. All the dogs have been, like, laying around just, like, chilling. 
We've been trying to train Gamba not to like freak the fuck out whenever people come to the door. Yeah, his barks didn't seem that loud this time. Oh no, they're they're he's he's learning. He's he's like But I mean, I, I don't know. So, did I ever tell you what my dad said that we need to do? What? Okay, so my brother's fiance is here. And I was like, "Yo, why doesn't like why doesn't she bark at, you know, my brother's fiance?" That's weird. Like she barks at Richie, but she doesn't bark at, you know, my brother's fiance and like Gamba? Yeah. He and uh, yeah, he barks at Richie, but he doesn't bark at my brother's fiance. Like my brother's fiance is not here that much because she lives in New York, like like three hour, three four hours away from my brother. And but you come over, you and her probably come over about the same amount. Like to be honest, yeah, because you'll come over for a fight here and there, and she'll come like she's here here now. Like she's been here for like a week. And I was like, huh, I wonder why she doesn't stay here, or she doesn't, uh, he doesn't bark at her. And my dad goes, oh, well, I mean, if you think about it, she sleeps in the bed. She's here for a while. Oh, yeah. We talked about this. So what you probably need to do is have a sleepover with Richie. <laughs> That's the funniest shit because my dad had, like, legitimate points and then just threw in a shot right at the end. Yeah. He's like, you know what, man? Like, he's probably, you know, she spends a lot of time here. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. He's like, yeah, she sleeps in the beds. I'm like, yeah, that's good. So maybe you and Richie should have a sleepover. Yeah, wait, hold on. What? Oh, <laughs> Chill, sir. I'd be too scared to sleep Legit. over. If Gamba freaking breaks that door down, I'm done. I hope you know that. He um he did not he broke through the cage one time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, I was pissed because he went back into the cage like he didn't do anything. <laughs> you don't. He's got a crazy personality. Yeah, he's man. cool. He's cool. Like he's he's really really nice once he, like like once he relaxes. He's cool when I sit down. But you know what it is? We have a trainer coming and um. Apparently, he reads as a different environment. So, like, if you were to sit down, you know, the couch that we have, like, near to the door, like, on the right side? Yeah. So, if you were to sit down on that couch, and he saw you there, and he saw you there for, like, an hour and a half. Cool. All right. When you got up and moved to the left couch, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. The right couch was where you belonged. Yeah, okay, so that makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. It does, but, like, chill? <laughs> is it, like, territorial? He's very territorial. Yeah, no, I could tell. He's very territorial. Well, no, like, when it comes down to it, if he really wanted to attack me, he would have done it. I think he knows that you're cool, but at the same time, like, yo, but is he really, though? Yeah, it's one of those things, like, is he okay? He's like, guys, I gotta save you from this guy. I don't know if he's okay or not. Yeah. He's cool when he sits down, but once he stands up, I don't know him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I actually read a study where it's like dogs don't dogs will have a hard time like adjusting to people first because dogs have the same smell no matter what you know unless of course they take a bath but humans change their scent every day and I was like oh that's huh yeah I've never thought about that for the most part yeah they do like even if you like okay, well I, I wash my hair like really got a good lather today. It's like I only had a little bit of shampoo and I only got you know, that's subtle enough where a dog would be like, Hey, there's something up. Mm-hmm. It was good. But I don't know, it's just that was super interesting to me. So alright. We were about an hour. Um Holy shit, that went by quick. That went by real quick. Um got any music stuff? I haven't listened to anything. Pop smoke's coming out this week. Hell yeah, it's Friday, right? Yeah. Yep. Pop Smoke. R.I.P. Pop Smoke. I listened to Freddie Gibbs. His beat selection is insane. Alchemist came up with some. Well, yeah, it's Alchemist, shit. of course. No, this didn't sound like. 
these beats sounded like smoke. That's the best way I can describe it. Cause like they they're just like floaty, and they like they trail right into the next song. We gotta listen to these. Oh my god, dude, it's so good. And like Freddie Gibbs, of course, like what he had a bar where he was like something where he said, um, "I uh, pray to." It was some sort of bar where he was like, "Pray that I can move half a brick." Want to talk to God, but I'm still rusty at Arabic. I was like, holy, holy shit. shit. What? It was That's a, bar a bar like that. And I was That's like, oh, a bar. Like, Freddie Gibbs, dog. Like, like, yo. Damn. That's hard. It's so crazy to me when you see, like, the only other rapper that I can think that does stuff. Well, he's also Odd Future, but um, Earl Sweatshirt had this gift. But the only other rapper that I can really say that can also do this, where he was able to move in, like, literally any group, was Mac Miller. So, you know how crazy it was to see the feature list? Oh, bro, there's a song with, uh, I don't know if it just dropped, but it was on my, uh, release radar. It's called, the hell is it called? The hell is it? It's called Megan Good. It's with Pete Rock, Camplo, and Mac Miller. Camplo, oh, wow. Yeah. It's good. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, Earl, and again, part of Odd Future, but Earl, Mac, and Tyler are really the only people that I know for sure can really travel with any... I guess you could kind of throw Vince in there, too. We just haven't seen as much of Vince, because he kind of sticks to himself. But There's probably more. I just can't think of any at the moment. I can't think... Yo, that has no beef with anyone? Uh, I can't think of any. Well, that's true. The, me and uh, one of the guys I really look up to on YouTube, uh, his name is Justin Hunt, check out his stuff. Um, we were kind of m- talking about that a little bit because, you know, he just posted something like, I guess Mac Miller, his circles went like either gold or platinum recently or something like, something like that. That's awesome. I don't remember what it was. But I was like, damn, do you know how hard it is to like be in hip hop for years? Like it had to be close to 10 years. For Mac, yeah, something like that. It might have been a little bit over, to be honest. Cause well, yeah, no, I mean, if you want to count, like, Easy Mac yeah, so and all that stuff, you know how hard it is for a decade, over a decade. And he, no beefs. No beefs. None that we know of. I'm sure he's had disagreements here and there. Yeah, for sure. That's just music. That's life, hell. But you know how hard it is in hip-hop to go and you just don't have any issues with anyone? Especially, it's a competitive uh, environment, too. Like, he got called out by Kendrick Lamar. And he responded, and it was funny. Yeah, exactly. And, like, him and Kendrick have no beef. Like, you can tell. No, because him and Kendrick are cool as fuck. Oh, hell, hell yeah. Well, because TDE... Well, all of our... Uh, if, if you listen to these days, Hippie. you can hear Mac in the background most songs. Yeah, yo, him and Absol must have smoked. So, him, Absol, and School Boy, now that I think about it, Bro. must have smoked so much. I want to be on one of those, those smoke sessions. Because you know Absol's talking about the alignment of planets. And you know schoolboys, yeah, and schoolboys just talking about some hood shit that's like, Facts. yo, can we really talk about this right now? Yeah. And then Mac, I feel like Stoner Mac is probably just drinking a lot. Yeah, and doing drugs. No, if you're like, if you're at a smoke sesh, I feel like Mac's probably chilling. Probably thinking about the Steelers or something. Probably shit. sipping on some Douce. Yeah, something chill. Thinking about the Steelers. <laughs> well, no, Mac was a deep person too, man. You can hear it on his later shit. A lot hear, more. No, no. Once, once Macadelic, after Macadelic, everything after that, you could hear his deeper shit. 
Because before that, it was like kids and kids was nice. Like kids, he watching movies with some... the sound off is very psychedelic. I think after Faces, because I actually here's the thing: I actually don't like Faces that much. Not because get of the, the fuck out of here. Not you. not because he when you listen to him, he sounds slurred. On a lot of them. Oh yeah, you he told sounds... me. You've told me this. You told so, me. but like, and for the first, like, first time I listened, I was like, "The fuck is this?" He was high on coke the whole time. Bro. And then when I re-listened to him, like, heard the shit he was saying, I was like, "Yo." Yeah, he predicted his death, and that he kind of did. And that mixtape, he predicted his death. And I think it's wild that like no beefs. Like when he died, nobody was like. And Golden Link had a little thing about him that I think. Well, that was like a year later. Now that I think about it. No, yeah, it no, was, it wasn't. It was, we talked about this. Yeah, it was, like, it was like a year, year and a half later. Yeah, but like even the Gold Link thing, like when I really went back and read it, I was like, oh, he's getting shit off his chest that he should have gotten off his chest when he died, and he doesn't know how to do that. So I didn't kill Gold Link nearly as hard as some people did. Fuck Gold like, Link. Just for that. I can't listen to Crew no more. It, <laughs> he's got some way better shit than Crew, I'm not going to lie to you. But the difference to me was that, like, first of all, people checked his ass hard. And he kind of backed off. Yeah, he didn't say anything after that. Yeah. Because he knew checked, he fucked up. They checked his ass hard. And apparently they, I'm not sure if they, like, knew, knew each other. But apparently they were in the same circle. Which tells me that, like, some of that probably had, in his eyes, some merit. Where it was like, okay, these conversations for sure happened. Yeah. But also, this wasn't Drake beefing with Kid Cudi and using his mental illness against them. I didn't get that vibe from it. It just sounded like a mad friend. That's exactly a, what it sounded a, a like. Envious friend. A little jealous. A little bit of an envious friend. Yeah. And like, or at least an associate. Yeah, because basically what Gold Link was saying was, that should have been me and not you. That's what I got from it. That's kind of what I got from it too, but I got it in more of a way of like, dog, I like... I did this before you... How come I'm not getting the credit? Yeah, exactly. That's what I got from it. Because that, wasn't that also at the same time where he was kind of like ranting? Not ranting. That's not fair to him. But where he was also like really talking shit about award shows. Who, Golding? Yeah. I, I think it was around the same time. I don't follow him like that. So I like, I'm a huge fan of his last album. It's really fucking good. Um, especially, he's got a song with Tyler Crater on there. It's fire. And it's like two songs after a song with fucking Push. I was like, damn. Like, damn, yo, I don't hear. But, um... He had this big thing about how award shows are not meant for black artists. And he, like, went off on award shows. And he was like, yo, stop looking for award shows because they're not going to give us our awards. And then, like, a couple weeks later is when he said this about Max. So I'm, like, kind of wondering, like, there was something underlying there that was never said. Yeah. Now, I would say, bro, once he passed, you should have never said it. Yeah. But if he was as close to Mac as he says he is... Which is possible because I didn't know that him and, Ander- and that Mac and Anderson Pac were super close. I thought that Anderson Pac came out like way too late for Mac Miller, but apparently. Yeah, but listen to Dang. I was saying Dang, but like that's one song. Pusha T has a song Tyler Creator. Are they like super tight friends? I don't know. I know Pusha T is a huge fan of Tyler. Like he likes him a lot. Yeah, 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 true. But like I'm not sure. Like are they like boys? I don't know. Who knows? They might be. Yeah, they been, could be. They've been making songs for a while. Yeah, they, I mean it's possible. Um, but I just didn't know. There's some people that like I just didn't know how tight they were. It's like when like when Lil Peep died and like everybody was like, "Yo, this was one of my best friends." I'm like, what's it? Yeah. A lot of people didn't even know Peep like that. I didn't hear about him until after he died. Well, I mean, I heard about him. I knew like, who he was, but I wasn't really a fan of his music. Fair. 
That's nothing to say on the person. Well, because of the fact that I would have been a fan of his if, if, didn't... if I heard more. Probably. Yeah, that's all like, I'm saying. Like, he was in his early stages. If he kept going, if he didn't pass he away. He reminds me a lot of, like, yo, can you imagine what we like? That's why, like, Pop Smoke really fucked me up because, like, goddamn. Imagine Three what Pop Smoke years. would have been. Because he was signed to Pusha T's label. Can you imagine Pop Smoke with, like, some Pusha T? And he was, like, being mentored by 50 Cent. Holy shit. He sounded like 50, bro. Yeah, there, were part, there was a lot of shit where I was like. There was a lot of stuff, on, like, that, that he comes out with where he sounds like 50. Yeah. Like, not voice-wise, but, like, just the way his cadence, cadence and. Shit, and yeah. But, I mean, that and, like, you know what? It, it, I don't know. It's just... I don't know. Just, like, some some shit that I saw, like... And this is actually something that I kind of struggle with. And we've talked about this before, but, like... It's crazy that death can do so much. Because, like, I knew about... I knew about Nipsey Hussle a long time ago. I knew about Nipsey Hussle because he was on a... Uh, this is the fucking hipster, hipsters thing, but... I've known about Nipsey for years. I knew I about... I just never really listened to him like that. Yeah, I knew about him, like, when he first came out. Because I was like, oh, that's a dope name. Like, not when he first came out, because he's been out, apparently, since, like, the 90s. Somebody was telling me that, like... My first time ever, like, hearing a verse from him was on Kid Ink's, uh, one of Kid Ink's mixtapes. Yeah. And, bro, I was like, damn, this dude could spit, because he said some crazy... He said, like, a crazy bar on there, and I was like, damn, this dude could spit. So, like, I and heard I about... followed up. I heard about Nipsey, like, a long time ago. Yeah, somebody was telling me that he was, like, rapping since the 90s, which, like, I don't know if that's true. It could be. It could be. Because he was what, in his 30s? Yeah, yeah, it could be. He was like 30, what, 32, 33? He came out in 05. Okay. Respect. So, 05, holy shit. Yeah, bro. Damn. So, yeah, I'd seen his name here and there, like, because I remember him from Malice in Wonderland. Like, I did hear that. I heard, I heard, I just heard about him, like, here and there. And then, um,. He was on a... Actually, no, I heard about him before I heard the Childish Gambino album. Because mm-hmm. he was on the Childish Gambino track. And I was like, ooh. Like, yo, this dude's going to be nice one day. And then I heard him again on a Grand Theft Auto. The Grand Theft Auto soundtrack. He's on that. And I was like, yo. I forgot about this dude. I got to go check him out again. And then I listened to Victory Laugh. And um, I heard it here and there. And I was like, oh, this is okay. Like, all right, this is all right. I like Victory Laugh a lot. Well, here's the thing. I listened to it one time, and I was like, oh, this, that was all right. That was pretty good. He said some cool shit on there. And then, like, right before he died, I, like, really... Know what? Know how I heard about him? I heard about him because he, when he did the Marathon album, he gave it away for free uh, online, but he did, did like, 100, the $100 shirts. Yeah. That's when I, like... That's when he, like, re-popped up again. I was like, oh, shit. I heard about that. Because I was like, yo, that's dumb as shit. And then when I did a little bit more research, I was like, yo, that's smart as shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I did the same thing. I'm like, yo, who, like, who the fuck do you think you are to sell your arm for $100? Oh. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I take that back. I, I, I apologize for not doing my research. He's a businessman, bro. Yo, facts. He was smart. And then when he passed, I was like, huh. Okay, let me redo. Because when I was, so one of the people I was coaching, Roddy Rick, one of the people I was coaching, his, like, the kid's dad was from L.A., and Roddy Rich is his nephew. And so we were hanging out one day, and I was like, and he's like, yo, you ever heard of Nipsey Hussle? And I was like, yeah, you know, I listen to him here and there. He's like, dog, listen to his new shit. It's called Victory Lap. I was like, all right, cool. 
listened to it, thought it was okay. Mostly because the vocals on the beginning, I was like, oh, it's one of these albums. Which was super unfair, looking back. Re-listen to Victory Lap, because we talked about, like, we are talking again. He's like, yo, did you listen to that album? I was like, yeah, it was pretty good, man. He's like, dog, go re-listen to it. All right, fine. Re-listen to it, I was like, holy fucking shit. I wasn't ready, like, two, you know, two or three months prior. I was like, holy shit, man. This is crazy. Then he fucking dies. Yeah. And so, like, just, and here's the crazy thing, like, I, I was listening to Victory Lap the other day, and I'm always shocked by, like, like, okay, I don't believe necessarily in full reincarnation, but when you look at Tupac, because Tupac to me, just, like, I can't tell you how much of an inspiration Tupac was to me because of so many different reasons. I really have to get around to that Tupac appreciation thing I was going to do. Like, I've been meaning to do that forever. Um, but when you look at certain rappers, I think Kendrick has a lot of Tupac in him. But I think, like, looking back, holy shit is Nipsey Tupac. Yeah. Like. It's a good comparison. Like, just looking back and, like. <laughs> like. If Tupac is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Nipsey's definitely Grand Theft Auto Five. I'd say Kendrick just polished, but that's yeah. semantics. But like when you look, I'm like, oh, if there's anyone who's kind of that, like you see that trail. It's weird because you see in sports too, like Julius Serving, Kobe Bryant, or Julius Serving, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Like you see that trail, mm-hmm. and it's so weird to see like. Tupac, uh, Nipsey Hussle, Kendrick, Vince Staples, Boogie. Like, you just see that line. It's like, holy shit, man. Like, that's always been crazy to me. I don't know. We got, we got a lot to talk I, I got a lot to talk about, man. I, I spent a week out. I was just, like, just reloading. And I'm all, like, <laughs> I'm only in once today, so I'm, like, super, like, hyper, like, aware. Yeah, so. I understand. But, nah, man, like, it's good to be back, though, for real, for real. Feels good. Um, I'm trying to think of when we could do this again. I'm down for tomorrow. I can't do tomorrow. Okay. I just realized, because we're celebrating, you know, you're invited if you want to go. What's up? Old Town Scottsdale. I know. I know. That's, I'm I'm just, I'm just asking if you want to go. If we were going to, like, Topgolf or something, I'd be down. I got you. But nah, I'm I'm done with all, I'm done with Scottsdale except for like medieval times. I understand. I, understand. I fucking love medieval I still, times, I still, dog. I still had to invite you, you know. I get it. I get it. I knew you were gonna say no, but like. Nah, it's yo. I'm wearing this mask out though. That's a fire mask, yo. When I wore my black power mask, uh, people were like giving me a bunch of shit at fries. They're giving you shit at fries. Yeah, people were like looking at me crazy. Like the person who was doing my groceries was just like threw them in the bag. This is what I would have done. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Fuck them, cuz. Like, you're not gonna... It's not, yo, let's be real. What are you gonna do? Nothing. Like... Yo, I like this mask, bro. It feels like it's a part of me. I feel like Bane. Yeah. <laughs> yo, they just released a new, like, crop of masks, too. I'm fucking pumped. Thank you for this mask, bro. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. But I got... I think... I think, I think I'm gonna get a red one, to be honest. Because I didn't realize how much, like, red shit I wore. Like, how much yeah. stuff I have that has red in it. 
I was like, damn, this too? Damn, this too? Damn, yep. this too? Damn, this too? <laughs> Everything's got fucking red in it, dude. I got a lot of red and I got a lot of blue. I got a lot of black. Black's easy to get with masks, though. Because, like, yo, I saw someone wearing a white mask. I was like, chill. That's hard. I was doing a lot. Yeah, it's probably going to turn yellow and shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. My mom was like, hey, why does Lucy always look dirty? And I was like, because her fur literally turns colors when it gets wet. Yeah. So, like, her mouth, like, turns brown because, like, she's drinking water and she's yeah, eating food. Yeah. And, like, like, you wouldn't notice if it was, like, like, Gamma, you don't really see that. But since Lucy's fur is so, like, stringy along, like, it's her fur is so fine. Yo, you know what's wild about Lucy, actually? And we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up after this. But, um, do you remember when she was, like, like, last time I walked her, like, probably two or three times before, she was, like, really, like, like, she looked bloated and her paws were all red. I got her off of a chicken diet and now she only eats beef. Yo, she's lost all that bloat, and her fur and her paws aren't, like, inflamed anymore. Maybe she was allergic. She was allergic. Okay. Can you imagine only eating food that you're allergic to for, like, three months? Imagine the pain you're going through. Dude, because she looks, and she's acting so much better now. Holy shit, dude. Like, and it it took probably, like, two or three weeks of, like, only feeding her the beef food. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I, I didn't know this, but I was talking to the um, to the groomer, and I was like, "Yo, my, like I don't know what the, what her deal is, but she's always scratching. Her fur is like red, or her uh, her paws like always red. Her skin looks inflamed, and she's like heavier. And she's like, I she's like, is she eating chicken? I was like, yeah. She's like, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, I didn't know that, dude. But she looks way better. She's like, she's got her fucking attitude back. Hell yeah. She's got such a fucking attitude, man. That fucking dog. <laughs> like, I didn't know it was bad. Like, it's kind of adorable because she'll, like, I stay up late a lot of nights. Like, probably tonight I'll be up late because I'm fucking playing through one video game. I, gotta I just wake got up another. at 5 tomorrow, so I'm not staying up late. Yo, I only sleep for six hours a night. No matter when I go to sleep, I'm only sleeping for six I hours. I can't do it. I need, I need my, like, eight hours, bro. I'll just pop up. Like, last night, like, two nights ago, I went to bed at 10, woke up at 4, and I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> now, nah, if I pop up at four, I'm going back to sleep. Like, I'll I wake up in an hour. I went back to sleep. I was like, <laughs> you thought? Fuck this. Yep. No, the worst was when I was in the army and I had to wake up at five and I woke up at four, like 4.32. Yeah, bitch. that's worse. That's that's what sucks because sometimes I wake up at like 4.50 and I'm like, ah, do, I, do I take this 10 more minutes <laughs> or what? Yeah. But, but, but yeah, man. Good it feels good being back. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Can't do anything out of anger, man. Can't do anything out of anger. Nah. We should get. We should try to get Jacob back on. Yeah, for sure. I agree. When's the next fight? Aren't there, aren't there fights this Saturday? There's fights all the fucking time, dude. You're welcome to come over, by the way. Word. All right, let's see when the next fight Oh, they, they announced Stipe versus DC. They announced a ton of fights. I'm excited for it. What? I'm gonna pick the one to put both. Okay, you don't. You don't have to tell me that. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, baby, you know now. No, I know, but you don't have to tell me that. Huh? Huh? What? What? You don't have to tell me. Just get you your know. stuff. I know, but you know me. Just get yeah. your stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get your stuff and get out. Yo, she's definitely doing it on purpose. Before, yeah, you know she's doing it on purpose. Before, I was like, I'm, I don't know, man, maybe not. Now I don't know for sure. It's funny, though. I, hey, I'm getting my slippers. Okay. 
Get your slippers and go. You don't have to. You don't have to announce it. At least this was at the end. All right, guys, this is it. Follow Reminiscent at Official Reminiscent. Follow me, Reminiscent Richie. Go on the website reminiscent.com. R e m i n i c e n t. I forgot how to spell it for a second. Starving Ar- artist. Um, hey, listen. Actually, no, no, no. I don't want to plug starving artist right now. We um, this fight is not over. This shit is oh, no. only beginning. Oh no, it's not over. And yo, we better. We need y'all to be ready. We need y'all to step up. Hey, this is not over. This is nowhere near over. This is just starting. I'm not expecting this to even start to slow down until November. We got a long fight ahead of us. Hey, go sign those petitions. Yes. Go. Dude, I spent like a half hour just signing petitions the other day. Listen, sign petitions. Don't give to change.org. Actually give to the relief and the, the bailout funds. Yep. Listen, it's okay if you don't march. There's other ways to protest. Educate, donate, plan, plot, whatever you got to do. There's other ways to protest. We're going to get... This is a turning point. This is the turning point. This is, listen, I haven't said this publicly yet because I haven't known how to say it, how to say it. Did a little bit of research. The Roman Empire lasted two hundred and seventy three years before it fell. Right. If you add two hundred and seventy three to seventeen seventy six, you get two thousand forty nine. So. I think 2020 is that last turning point where we might see shit either turn crazy fascist government in the United States of America completely changes or when we see the rebirth of America turn into the city on the hill that they've always wanted it to be. This is that turning point. This is when we decide what we're going to do until the fall of the American Empire because I think it's coming. And I think it's coming a lot sooner than we think. Mm Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if by 2075, let's say, actually it's 2020, I would not be surprised if the next 50 years, North America looked like Europe. Wouldn't shock me at all. Mm-hmm. I'm going straight to Hawaii. And if they don't have me there, I'm taking my ass right to Los Angeles. <laughs> I was talking about that, like, yo, imagine when the NBA becomes international competition. It will. And not just because Luka Doncic is the fucking best player in the NBA. I don't know about the best, but... Hell, he will be. Eventually, yeah. He will be. He's that next best dude. Yeah. He's the next dude that we're going to be like, yo, is Luka the GOAT? And we're all going to be like, fuck no, he played on the Mavs, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> but... How many chips does he have? I'm not a big championship guy when it comes to, like, basketball. Yeah, I got you. Because, like, <laughs> yo, Bruce Bowen, or not Bruce Bowen, Robert Ory has more championships than Kobe Bryant. True. But who is better? Right. Yo, if you're putting Kobe not, or Kobe Bryant nine in your top ten, I mean, does Robert Ory have, like, seven? He has, like, eight. Eight, yeah. Because he won a couple with the Rockets, they won a couple with the Spurs, they yeah. won a couple with the Lakers. Like, yeah. Hey, sh- listen, that being said, shout out to Robert Ory for always being in the right place at the Wait, right time. Doesn't Phil Jackson have, like, because he won Phil two. Phil Jackson's the best coach of all time. He, he won two in New York when he used to play, apparently. Uh, yes. Okay, two, and then he won six with, six with Jordan and five with Kobe. <laughs> Yo, first of all, 
Six with the Bulls. No, Six with the Bulls. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. You know what's funny? Like, so the guy who I follow, Justin Hunt, he's from uh, North Carolina. And, like, Michael Jordan is like our, uh, you know that scene from Predator? When Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger shake yeah. hands. Michael Jordan's like our guy. Where it's like, yo, man, hey, y'all all country down there. Like, y'all really know about this. Like, yo, man, you guys in Chicago? Like, what? And it's like, hey, Michael Jordan. Everybody's like... Unite. Yep. And that's the yep. funny thing about like New York, LA, Chicago. We can all unite over Phil Jackson. Yes. <laughs> shout out Phil, man. Young Phil, yo. Yeah, shout out Phil Jackson. Shout out also, Jackson. shout out Phil Jackson for dating the owner of the team that he was coaching. Holy shit, that's a flex. Yeah, he dated Jeannie Buss when he was running the Lakers. Damn, what a stud. <laughs> what a stud. <laughs> I don't use that word a lot, but what a stud. <laughs> Yo, what what game do you have where you're like, listen, you hired me. Now. Also, I'm, I'm taking you out to dinner. Yeah. After the game that I'm coaching, you're sitting in the up in your guts. <laughs> All right, on that note, we're going to end it now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's wrong with me? What time is it? It's been too long, man. It's loopy. I'm at loopy. Loopy hours. Loopy. Mad scary hours. Oh, man. Awesome. That was good stuff. All right, listen. Brave and the grown-up kid, reminiscing Richie. Y'all be good. The moon child. Hey, be safe out there. Protest. Be safe, for real. Protest, protest, protest. We got a lot going on. Sign petitions. Do what you got to do. For real. If you have the means of donating, donate. Hey, educate yourself, yeah, donate if you donate, can, to march. I mean, yeah. That's how we're going to do this. If you can't protest, sign petitions. Yeah, we got a lot to do, man. We got a lot to do. Hey, thank you to all, for all the support. Um, I'll update this tonight. I'll put it up. Uh, see, We'll call this the Season 3 premiere. Word. We'll call it Season 3 premiere. And, uh, all right, we out. Peace out. Peace.